<laughs> did you did you record? No, not yet. Let's do it. Yeah. As you as you know, we all took a uh, little hiatus last week, but we're back. Episode forty one, the Target Podcast. 41. Things happened. <laughs> a lot. Like we weren't sure what we were going to talk about last week, and then all of a sudden we had a lot. <laughs> it's like about. might be too much to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I guess well, you know, we can save like the uh, the lighter stuff for later, like for later on. But um, eh, let's. I guess we just let's start off with the uh, with the selection. How are you feeling about the selection? You want to talk about that? Let's talk about that. How are you feeling about it, man? I think it was because you know. Uh, so 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 Youngkin won the uh, Virginia's governor election. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, congratulations to him for winning, obviously. But sure. Um, <laughs> you know, Virginia's been Virginia's been a blue state for eleven for a years. Long time now, right? Eleven Since, years. Uh, yeah. So now, all of a sudden, um, you know, we're considered red again. Uh, but we still have two I thought blue the uh, two blue senators. Yeah, we still got two blue senators. So we're more we're, we're more and more purple. We're more purple now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so for now. those for those that are listening, watching, uh, we're from Virginia. <laughs> we're talking Virginia politics. <laughs> two up, two down. But I mean, hey, they're saying you know this this uh, this race is supposed to you know supposedly have some bearing on you know future races and you know the yeah. outlook of the uh, political landscape in the future. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's a, a, a kind of forecasting of like the midterm elections next year, which like typically have lower turnouts and wherever the incumbent president usually is, usually does bad in the midterms, right? So this happened to Obama, right. this happened to Trump, it's probably gonna happen right. to Biden. So, right. um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, go ahead, man, go ahead. So I guess I'm wondering like, you know, cause people were talking about like how Youngkin pulled it off, yeah. but it's it's almost like you know you, you you read you read I read around some of like what the thoughts uh, were on the race, and people weren't really too enthusiastic about either one of the candidates, right? Yeah, neither one of them were really galvanizing people to vote. Not really. No one was really like getting anybody excited for real, and. It's once again, I just feel like like this is almost like just another argument for, you know, we kind of need to do away with like this two party system, like, yeah. a, you know, because it's like either you're red or you're blue. And let's say you're somewhere in the middle. Nobody really, neither party really speaks to you. Right. Yeah. And you end up either not voting or you go with the lesser of two evils. Right. Yeah. You're um, discouraged to vote. You don't care. You see your voices. Uh. As, as counted um right i just yeah go go ahead though i don't i want you to finish <laughs> why you have like some long <laughs> no 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 i wouldn't say long i would say i i disagree slightly i would say um both candidates are um more moderate i think what i didn't follow this election very closely i will say i'm in northern virginia like arlington and that's like solid blue territory but I saw a lot of Yunkin like signs. Like he, yeah, like campaigning. Likewise, they worked their butts off, and I did not see 
Um, I did not see the same thing for yeah, McCall. Yeah, I did yeah. not. And I, I also like I didn't see as much commercials. There was a there was a lot more. Like I definitely saw a lot more of 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 Yunkin uh, than sure. like McCullough. And it, I don't want to say. I mean, it's too, it's too early to tell. I don't want to say like the Democrats kind of slept a little bit in this um, election, but it kind of felt like they did though. It kind of felt like they kind of assumed. And I think one of the things that um, that one of the problems is that. Uh, they they hired like a so Virginia elections you're only allowed like one term one every four years right no one goes back to back um, right and like one of the problems with um, with this is he was a governor four years ago right um, and what frustrates me about just Democrats in general is that they tend not to promote new people new ideas there's this kind of like establishment that's there, right? That doesn't like move forward. Like look at look at the Democratic election, right? The last candidates like that were available. Some of the last ones were the oldest ones: Biden, yep. um, uh, Sanders. Bernie Sanders, right? Like just ancient old. Which by the way, Biden, uh, he was at the U, uh, not UN summit, but the COP twenty six summit for climate change, and he was caught like sleeping. He was caught like doing this. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean it's, he's he's it old. It sucks that you know. He's old. I mean, yeah, he's That's old. But I mean, you don't know if he was actually asleep. Maybe he just like took a minute. You, you know, you have no idea. It's like the camera catches you for three seconds, True. and then it's like, oh, True. you're sleeping. Arr. True. It's like, but it doesn't help the fact that he's old. <laughs> that he's the oldest president. On record. I mean, it, he you know, said it's true. Perception is everything. Perception yeah. is everything. Right? Yeah. No, this is my um, thing. This is my thing about the the campaigning, though, is that all I really heard from McAuliffe's side was ads talking about how Youngkin, you know, appreciated the Trump endorsement. Yep. And it kind of seems like the Democrats are just kind of just riding on anti-Trump sentiment. Hey, yeah. you vote for this guy, you know, you're voting for Trump, right? And that's yeah. pretty much all they really talked about. Right. And yeah. I would have liked to see a little bit more than than that. You're you're coasting. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I when I, on Youngkin's ads, I'm seeing a whole bunch more stuff, even though some of it like the elimination of the grocery tax, I think it's complete BS. So yeah. you saved me uh four dollars at the at the grocery store. <laughs> Thanks. Right. I know I'm already know we're gonna pick up the tax on something else. Yeah. It's just a political move, right? Yeah. And it's good for headlines, but where he got them. I think it was during the debate. Um, here comes young uh, McCall talking about, you know, parents shouldn't be teaching, uh, telling schools what to teach their kids. Well, you know, you, if, if you've been following the news or, you know, uh, there's areas up here in, in Northern Virginia where, you know, what's being taught in the schools is a big, big, big deal. Yeah. And for somebody to come out and say that when parents are concerned about what's being taught in schools, which is something else I'll, I'll get into. Mm-hmm. I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, yeah. but you know, if you, if you say something like that, it's going to set people off. And so he, yeah. imme- I read an article, it's like, he was immediately like, yo, cut that. That's going in the ad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, now you have a bunch of people who are angry that, that you're trying to tell them to shut up about what's being taught to their children in school. So I was yeah. like, well, you screwed that yeah. up. <laughs> I mean, they, they, the conservative party, they do a good job of stroking fear, 
right? Mm-hmm. Always. When it comes to um, critical race theory or gun law or whatever, Uh-oh. like they... I think they, you lost them. What? Every time. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm still... That sucks. Oh, man. Hello? Can you hear me? And he's back. Okay. That's crazy. <laughs> My internet was like was, was on point. I don't know. I'm I'm looking at our, our our feedback right here. So if I cut off, like it's gonna I'll see. But all right, all right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't look like a cut off. I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch the replay. But yeah, no. Um. Yeah, no. You're you're right about about that, right? Uh, Republicans tend to like just stroke fear and anger and you do a really good job about that. Um, I know like some of the Democrats are kind of blaming like the more progressive movement. And I think the problem is that that they're not embracing the future, right? They're using their like the progressive movement is the future. Do they move are they too far ahead? Or are they like too far um, in some direction? Sure. Um, by the way, Minneapolis has voted to like abolish the uh, the police department. That didn't go too well, right? Um, well so I didn't think that was gonna pass. Yeah, I didn't think it was gonna pass either. And I think <laughs> it would have been nice if they kind of ref- like reframed kind of how they wanted to do that because they're trying to abolish it to replace it with something else. But. Right. The police has been an institution for like <laughs> United States for years. Like, yeah, you're not gonna just quickly vote it off. Um, even after like the whole George Floyd situation, right? So, um, uh, a year after afterwards, still couldn't uh, get that done. But point being is that um, the, the Democrats are in, a, in an inflection point where they kind of have these older people that are like holding on to like their positions and. They're not embracing the younger, more progressive ideologies, right? Um, it's they got like, to find somebody yeah. who can speak to the younger generation. Yeah. That that is the one thing I think. Love or hate his politics, um, mm. personally, however you feel about it. Yeah, that's the one thing Obama was really able to do. Yeah. He was able to speak to everyone, right? Yeah. yeah, he was able to speak to younger folks. He was able to speak to older folks. He was somebody who was able to get people out there and vote these a lot of these can, other candidates that i've been seeing i mean they're not really trying to speak to the younger generations and the issues yeah. that they're facing or that they're concerned about they're still just falling back on the same old same old stuff if you're a democratic you're just talking about oh don't vote for, for anybody that's for trump and you know you're talking about you know range of other things if you're republican you're falling back on your same old stuff like we've got yeah. to find candidates that you know speak to um issues that people in my age group and younger care about yeah it's about time that we start doing that too yeah i will say this too democrats have to work harder to earn their uh voters to prove to be voters their voters than republicans do for theirs right simple plain and simple right like you can't be lazy like republicans they can just show some fear tactics, talk about critical race theory, you know, attack some minority group, right? And those people will come, like, look at, like, Trump. He had, like, the most people, the second most people ever 
come vote for him. It also inspired the most people to vote against him. But like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like, but that's the thing though, right? Like the, this guy, um, the Trump organization was banned from New York for like stealing money from like veterans and like kids, right? They're like, they're banned, right? He said, grab my the He said all these things, right? And not only do they vote for him in droves, the very religious people voted for him in droves, right? So the fact of the matter That's is crazy. that, yeah, which crazy. is nuts, which is nuts, right? Like the fact of the matter is Democrats have to work harder and they have to kind of do the work to appease to people like us, right? People who are a little bit younger, people who are a little bit more on the progressive side <laughs> to, yeah. to, to say, um, like to, to, to put in that work, right? So, I mean, what we're seeing now, just look at just look at the, what's happening um, in Congress. So, John Lewis Act is being uh, for voter rights act is being uh, blocked, right? Infrastructure bills being blocked, and it's by like two moderate like Democrats, right? That's that's essentially just blocking whole legislation. They can get rid of this, kind of, uh, uh, by getting rid of the filibuster, right? But the two moderate Democrats like aren't doing that, right? So, like for example, um, or George Floyd Policing Act blocked, right? Because it's held up in a filibuster, right? And they can't. They're not anything progressive that could be done is just just struck yeah. down based on some political lines, like yeah, you know, yeah. So, I mean, they're not willing to do what they need to do. Is this the it's the point, right? Like, I mean, that's neither side. That's that's, that's just. No, well, leaders, be, in my opinion, just seems to be politicians in general. Well, no, I, I would, I would say this. To, to stay elected. I will say this. <laughs> and all politicians do this, right? I see this more happening on the right, right? Where they're appeasing to their big business partners, right? And like I said, they don't have to work as hard to appeal to their voters, right? Just say, hey, I'm for Christmas. Make America great again. Just say a bunch of BS and they're, they're going to they're gonna vote for you, Right. Um, even Youngin, he was, what he did, which was more intelligent was, um, he didn't piss off the hardcore Trump supporters. Right. Right. But he was able to appeal to the more like, he found a way to walk the line. Yeah. Like he, 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 he walked that, walk he walked that line. Right. He was able to appeal to maybe a lot of those conservatives that definitely didn't vote for Trump. Right. To say, Hey, you know, I'm not this guy. So he he kind of he kind of walked that line. It was brilliant. I mean, yeah, I, I can't I mean, hate on it. It was brilliant. It is what it is. I mean, I think anyone who's not willing to say Trump's like a douche and needs to be in jail is <laughs> not voted for, in my opinion. But then again, I understand the politics behind it too, right? Where yeah. like he like these people who are trying to um to win these Republicans are trying to win, who are trying to win election, they, they have to appeal to their base, right? And their base True. embraces Trump. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the thing. Falling all apart here, uh, the camera all <laughs> down the and hell? everything. Uh, so, I have, so I'm trying to... Now, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 just silly. I, it got you on your emotions. I mean, you're knocking stuff down, you're throwing stuff all over the place. I understand. I get it, man. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so then let's let's think about like I was reading an article like what Virginia would look like with uh, Youngkin in office, right? And so the, the four 
things, there are four things that this article from uh, NBC Washington outlined, right? It says one is abortion. So automatically he's going to tighten restrictions on abortion. Um, He's called himself pro-life and has indicated support for restricting the procedure after 20 weeks of pregnancy. 20 weeks. Um, Again, I think I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm pro-choice, obviously. Like, I just think, you know, a woman's body. And we had a whole, yeah, we had a whole thing about us being pro-choice. Yeah, it's, between, it's between that woman and if the father's in the picture, you know, the father yeah. too, you know what I mean? Um, so, yes, but his, his, then taxes. So he wants to eliminate the state's grocery tax, which I said before, that I think is total, total BS. Yeah, and we'll probably, um, yeah require voter approval for property taxes and temporarily suspend an increase to the gas tax. But again, my question is, you know, what is whenever I, I just get, I just get wary. Like whenever any politician says, Oh, we're eliminating this tax. Okay. So what does that mean? Like, it just means you're going to tax me somewhere else. You always pay for it somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or Um, you don't. And people, <laughs> and you grow like in debt, like just like ha- what happened to the national deficit, right? <laughs> we had like like taxes you, and you end up deficit paying, ballooned. <laughs> you end up paying for it, yeah, right? Yeah. Um. So then there's criminal justice reform. So uh, he's saying that supposedly he's not going to make marijuana use and possession a crime again, but you know, whether or not you'll be able to uh, sell it uh, is still kind of up in question. Yeah, okay. Uh, He's up for obviously fully funding law enforcement. I'm sure that plays to his base. Protecting qualified immunity for officers. That uh, kind of scares me because I think I feel like that just plays back into, you know, it's going to be really difficult to prove that to prove any wrongdoing on a police officer, um, you know, if the, that immunity, that, if that level of immunity remains, right? And then it's, he's also uh, talking it's about it's a slap in the face. Board. It's a slap in the face for people who worry about like um, the overpower of, of of like of like police reform, right? Like it's it's yeah. a slap in the face, right? Um, we have the opportunity to try to fix this problem and they're showing that they don't want to fix this problem. They're okay with the way the system is, right? A, a guy being choked out for nine minutes, right? Doesn't change that mentality, right? right. Uh, and that's just one example, right? Most, there've been multiple examples here in Virginia, right? <laughs> Where the police have stepped over bounds and still it's not enough to be like, you know, maybe we should rethink this. Like, no. no. So that's that's just really unfortunate. No. And yeah, um, I wish I added in our in our in our title to, that we're talking about this election because <laughs> I, I said <laughs> doing review and bachelor parties like we've been hitting with the election <laughs> for a bit. Uh, two more things. Yeah, election. So he's saying he was he was asked whether or not he would sign legislation restricting voting acts his comment was that he wanted to restore trust in the election process oh, which to oh, me is God. pretty much oh. we're going to see some additional some additional legislation probably restricting voting in some some way somehow 
he says that he wanted to, um, let me see, restore a voter ID requirement and make sure voter rolls are updated. Just really general speak, but honestly, yeah. we, when I hear someone say, I want to restore trust in the election process, I mean, we, we already know what you're talking about, right? And He's until probably somebody, trying to speak up to his base, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know what's interesting is that like when I hear when I hear about what other what immigrants think when they come to this country as far as how we treat the election process, a lot of them don't understand why you even have to register to vote, right? They're just like, you know, uh, you turn a certain age, you can vote. Like, why do you have to register? Right. Yeah. Some countries have automatic registration. Right. Yeah, which you, I mean, which I think you should. We should too. Like, why is it, yeah. you know? No, it's, all, register, about, it's right? all about power. Right. It's all about, I think a lot of these guys see, see the, uh, they, they see the storms brewing, they see the demographics changing, and it's about kind of, again, yeah. keeping power. And but you, you see the demogra- you see the demographics changing, like, I just never understood. Well, I guess I do understand because who, whoever's in power wants to hold on to it for as long as possible. Yeah. But I would think that the way you stay in power is by embracing the demographic and understanding like, okay, if I move this way, then I can stay in power, not just keeping the just, same old same. It's, it's, right? it's much easier to tell people to, to prevent people from voting, right? <laughs> like you see it in Texas, you see it in Florida, you see it in uh, in Georgia, right? Much easier yeah. to prevent people from voting, right? Um, the uh, Netflix has a, a series called Explain and it talks about like voter rights. And like, this isn't new, right? Um, uh, people trying to restrict like voter access isn't new to anyone um or isn't an, isn't a, a a new thing um and we're in the latest like stage of this i think i will say this if democrats want to survive like they need to stop um relying on the fact that you know republicans say stupid crap like of course there are going to be some people that say stupid stuff but i, I would say most conservatives on the or at least the the main leaders of the republican party are really are intelligent and are cutthroat like you saw what mitch mcconnell did like uh to obama's uh supreme court justice right like didn't even vote for yeah. him right and then when yeah. trump was about to lose the election voted for uh, pushing another supreme court justice real quick right like that's what you're going yeah. against that's what you're going against yeah right so when someone talks about like oh we got to be moderate or Progressive or, or like progressives are or not it or like uh, it's all about just trying to be moderate. Like look at who you're go- going up against, right? They're yeah. not known for being moderate. They're not trying to be moderate. They're pushing their agenda, right? <laughs> and you're walking on eggshells. <laughs> well, so, I think, I think that, uh, for me, I think what they need to do is just stop assuming that they have that they're going to get a vote from yeah. from certain groups that they yeah. that they think they have. Like they think they have the black vote. They think they automatically have. Yeah other you know votes from other demographics and that's yeah. not necessarily true because it for for some of those uh demographics they feel like you know no matter who they vote for the agenda that will most benefit them isn't being pushed forward at all right yeah. um so the last thing of course is education and honestly it's something that i just cannot stop talking about because i have children and i'm absolutely terrified of of what's going to happen or what they're going to be taught when they go to school. Might have to homeschool. Uh, uh, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Because 
again, you know, when it comes to teaching about race or, you know, the treatment of, um, you know, uh, members of the LGBTQ, uh, et cetera, et cetera, community, I mean, these folks are just not caving in at all. They're not trying to, yeah. to make any moves. And I mean, as far as like history is concerned, yeah, that's a that's a really important area for me because you know I've yeah. to look back on history to to make uh, the right moves for the future. Right, they're actively trying to um, block training for uh, teachers and, and um, uh, you know professors on uh, critical race theory, yeah. black history, or just broaching the subject of racism from a historical context and that's sorely needed, right? If you're going to be able to teach history, all of history to, um, you know, a diverse uh, class, right? Because classes are becoming more and more diverse. You can't just continue teaching this whitewashed um, version of history. It's not accurate. It's it's a flat out lie, right? But what's interesting to me is that the term critical race theory has come to encapsulate much more than what critical race theory actually yeah. is, right? So now whenever you talk about um, actually teaching, you know, the truth about history in the class and, you know, the effects uh, racism may have had on certain laws or certain events in history, now they're trying to cross that out too, right? And, yeah. But they'll say that that's part of critical race theory. Yeah. Well, it's not, right? But you have to, you know, hopefully there's some teachers out there who are, who are able, who are intelligent enough to bring those sub to broach those subjects without calling it critical race theory by just saying, "Hey, like, it's history." Yeah, you know, I, just, it, it's I just feel that these attempts to to ban tr- this type of training is just a slap in the face yeah. um, to anyone who you know is is not uh, white uh, European descent, right? It's just it's yeah. just ridiculous to me and sad. Oh. So now we've elected a governor who is more than likely going to you know, help, you know, those counties who wish to pursue that avenue of, of banning, you know, teaching real history uh, in the yeah. classroom is going to help them with some sort of legislation. Yeah, no, I... Or just leave it up to them, because, I mean, he, you know, he's a Republican, so he's probably not going to say, hey, you do what you want, you know, the, the government will stay, will stay out of it. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's... It's unfortunate, man. Um, I, I think to your point um, with critical race theory. Number one, I think we had a we had an episode about it. I thought it was a great episode. Go watch it. Go back and watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great episode. Um, keep in mind, just kind of rehash what we discussed in that on that episode. Critical race theory is not is the terminology was from a, a conservative activist, right? So. He came out with critical race theory. Will Smith uh, came back uh, and was like, it shouldn't be called critical race theory. It should be called like truth, like history. Because this is the truth, right? Critical race theory is a way to kind of demonize it um, and kind of get people scared of it, right? Um, I was watching a video uh, on Instagram earlier this week and um, and it, it showed like an old man is like, you know, why are you like, oh, like, who are you voting for? So like, I'm voting for you, like young and whatever, because I'm against critical race theory. And he goes, like, well, well, what is it? He goes, well, I don't really understand it, but I know I'm against it. 
And he goes, but what, exactly. what, what, what don't you understand about it? It's like, well, I'm not going to go inside that. I just know what's wrong. And I'm like, again, Ooh, like I said earlier, and, and Republicans again, don't have to work as hard to freaking convince people to vote for them. Like they're those people that kind of vote for them. the fear. And again, yeah. for the audience out there, I'm going to tell you again exactly what critical race theory is. Yeah. Okay. It's the examination of the intersection of race and U.S. law. That's what it is. Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just basically, it's basically looking at how America approaches racial justice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All this other stuff that they're trying to throw in there, it's not part of critical race theory, right? No. But, but there, but people need to understand that um, it's, it's time for people to learn how the racism in this country um, made it into what it is today, and yeah. that's that's truth. Yeah, my 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 caveat is this: How serious are you about ending like the like the like solving some of the racism that we've had? That, that's pretty much what the question is, right? Um, yeah. Because if you ask some of these people, they don't think that's a race problem, right? Um, oh, I just voted for this person who's black, so it can't be racist. Um, well, it's not even, I mean, that so, might be part of it, but the other piece it too, a lot of people are like, you know, why should, why should um, my white child be made to feel guilty about what happened which is, however many years ago? Yeah. And it's not, that's not the point. It's the teaching you that isn't to make your, to make you feel guilty. Yeah. It's to, it's to make you see that people were done wrong. Yeah. You were wrong. And it's still going on now. Yeah. No, it's, it's to make you understand that there's a reason why <laughs> African-American families have much less net worth as opposed to white families, right? Yeah. Um, there's a reason why African-Americans have 12% of the population in total, but has majority of the population in prisons, right? Right. There are reasons for that, right? And it's important right. to learn. And if you're serious about solving that problem, right? then you want to learn about it. And that's the thing. They don't want to learn about it because they want to keep thinking the way they're thinking. Oh, I have my black friend or I voted for this black, uh, this person at one point. Um, and that's kind of the unfortunate thing. I do want to kind of bring up a couple things too. Um, Virginia did elect its first female Lieutenant governor, right? Republican. Her name is Winsome Spears, Sears, excuse me. Right. Um, so, yeah, we'll see where that goes. <laughs> um, like, I mean, I, honestly, if, I, if, I it, say, if it results in us having um, a female, uh, a black female governor, great. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. you know, I look at the, and maybe, you know, somebody tell me if I'm wrong, I look at the lieutenant governor saying we have the, the vice president. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. No, that's true. I, mean, I, know, I, know, I know they do some things, but at the yeah. end of the day, it is. It is. It is. It is a form of progress. I do want to uh, uh, like talk, like say that. So it is a form of progress. So congratulations to her, definitely for that. Um, I think Michelle Wu um, is the governor. She just got elected uh, mayor of Boston. That is the first female um, Asian Amer- uh, Asian woman to be elected to like. The head of to be the Boston mayor, so 
definitely congratulations to her. So even though there's some steps back in some areas, there's some steps forward in others, right? So, um, yeah. I mean, I think, there, it, yeah, I'm glad that, sorry. You know, and there are plenty, <laughs> there are plenty other stories too. Um, yeah. That I don't want to uh, kind of get too much into, so. I just want to say, I, I just hope that like, it's like they've been saying on the news, man, I hope this election, if it is, you know, kind of like a, you know, hopefully, hopefully it's a wake up call, right? Cause, cause you know, the Democrats have some congressional control. They've got the, the presidency. Hopefully this is a wake up call to get some things done. I know Biden's only been in office for what, a year, right? No, not even time, that, a few months. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's not like because people are like, "Yo, Biden has done anything." It's like, bro, like, well, we need to understand been, why you know, he has done anything too. Part of it, a lot's is, going on. Well, part of it is there are two like the, they they need to get rid of the filibuster for sure. That's number one, right? Number two is that they have two moderate Democrats that are kind of holding up a lot of legislation, right? Like yeah. me and our buddy Mo was my our our, our, our mutual friend Mo. We were talking in like our, our chat <laughs> last night, like after this, and we we're just kind of just going in as to why like things are 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 are, are gone up. And unfortunately, the reason why the reason to vote for Biden is because he's been in legislation, right? He's been a legislator. He kind of knows these people. He should be able to get things done from that aspect. If he can't do that, then like, what's the real point? Right. <laughs> so like, why not go for someone who's like more younger and progressive? So, um, I mean, there's only, but just, I mean, true, but like, yeah. you know, if, if everybody's against you, right. If, if, if the other governing body is against you, you know, what can you do? I mean, yeah. you're, you're the president, but there's checks and balances for a reason. Yeah. So, it's, you yeah. know, the man isn't a dictator. No, nope, right? so, I mean, if, if, that's true. if the other governing body is against you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. It's, 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 it's the system's unfair. Um, and I think we all need to know more about the system. Um, but yeah, there, there, there are some people that need to be like, uh, removed <laughs> in, 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 in the Senate, like for sure. I, I'm, I'm, I think, I think, I don't know if you were saying it or who else in our group was saying it at one point, but like, yeah, they, I mean, at some point it's gotta be like, you gotta be, you, you have to retire from, from, uh, from politics, from the Senate, from you, you just have to. It's gonna be an age where it's just like, you know what? Let's we have we have one of the like, oldest governments in the world. Like, like, like it, it, we have like people in their eighties and late seventies. Retirement age yeah. is sixty five, right? <laughs> like, I mean, we have out, people, yeah, we have one of the oldest governments in the world. Like, we have a lot of really old people. Like, I think the oldest person in in Senate, I think, is eighty seven. Uh, senator from California uh, is her name. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm. Tr- I, I want to get her name correctly because uh, one of our listeners uh, crapped on me for like not getting people's names. <laughs> <laughs> right. Respect the names. That's right. Man. That 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 was that was um, one of his feedbacks was like, um, yeah, you need to make sure you're getting these names right. So. Uh, her name is Diane Feinstein, right? So she she is eighty eight years old, eighty eight, eighty eight. That's nuts, right? Um, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, and it's not to belittle what 
she's done for our country. I don't want to sound like I'm ungrateful. Yeah. Right to that at all. Uh, yeah, no, that's not that's not yeah. the point. The point is that no. but there, it comes a time for fresh ideas and new perspectives. Yeah. And for people to not continue pushing the same old agendas and not caring about like what the new generations are concerned. Yeah, I yeah I will say this too. Point. Yeah, no, yeah. So and I will say this too. Uh, 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 let's let's end on this so we can actually start talking about like the other things Dune and <laughs> the other, other stuff. We're talking about this for a little over thirty minutes, but like, so I'm um I'm a tech lead on my on my team, right? Um, and I have a fairly young team, right? Um, like we have one person who's a Gen Zer. Um, another guy that I just like, I just hired, he's a uh, 26, um, pretty much most of the team, most of our engineers are in their twenties. Right. Um, one Gen Zer, like other ones are like millennials. Right. And it's my responsibility to cultivate like the young talent. Right. I know people, older people did that for me. Right while growing up and if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be where I am. So it's my responsibility to do that for others, right? And it's right. kind of shameful that I'm not really seeing that happen with like <laughs> the US government in general, <laughs> but also the democratic leadership. Like the fact that there's so many like older people in Congress, right? Not really wanting to cultivate the next generation. It's part of your responsibility, right? um to to help like kind of bring in new people so yeah that's all i have to say about that um i don't know if you have any other uh, other points but we can talk about dune or my bachelorette party experience to the uh you gotta get to this one last thing with the cow right now so then we can get to the the okay go ahead go ahead so if you'll remember i think it was i think it was last year um Last August, yeah. Uh, this douche. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. A young man by the name of Kyle Rittenhouse goes to, I, I think it was a riot or some sort of rally or whatever. Basically just, you know, people was wilding out over something. And he leaves his home, grabs his gun, goes out there under the guise of protecting some neighborhood business. And you know, I, he, had no, he had no affiliation with the business, yep. um, and ends up killing two people and injuring someone else. Yeah, and so you know, he's arrested. Um, and so now the trial has just started uh, for this guy, right? And before the trial started, um, a couple interesting things. Well, one interesting thing happened, and that was that. The judge ruled that um, lawyers couldn't say that the victims were victims. You couldn't call them victims in the trial. You had to call them looters or rioters, or you know, so there was some other term that he that he called it. And it was just like, I just had to talk about this because I was just like, who? How do you? How do you even get a ruling like that? Yeah, you kill two people. How do you restrict people? How do you restrict people's like? Gunshot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't understand how that happens yeah oh i understand you know, how it happens only you know only in america right like yeah 
But I, when I read that, I was just like, here we go. So they're gonna, they're obviously, I mean, I'm, I hate saying the words like they, but like somehow this kid who left his house and shot two people, probably because he got scared. I heard like somebody just got in his face or whatever, which is like, you know, shoot me, shoot me or whatever. Yeah. He just, and he goes out and shoots two people. Like that's, that's murder. That's. And he wasn't arrested somebody. immediately. Like he had to like you know I mean? they had to like eventually like uh bring him down. They showed they showed one of the videos of him shooting someone else. Apparently he was antagonizing people, and some guy was beating him with like, like some guy chased him down, right with his skateboard and was trying to like subdue him. And Kyle like Rittenhouse like shot him in like the chest, right? Like it's bold chasing down somebody with a fucking yeah, that's nuts chasing somebody down the machine. <laughs> yeah, with an AR fifteen, <laughs> <laughs> right? So um, it's crazy. They also kind of they. I read a little bit about this uh, in, in the trials. They're trying to make him out as like a tourist, right? Like a lost tourist or some crap like that. But Which somehow is, he's pleaded uh, not guilty to this shit. Yeah, not guilty. There's to first video. degree intentional homicide, first degree reckless homicide, first degree attempted intentional. Bro, you're guilt. You 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 shot him. Yeah. <laughs> You're guilty. You're guilty, right? No, this guy was the national hero for the conservative side for a second, right? Like, well, seriously. for some, I'm not, I'm not just gonna say like I, we can't just say like for the whole. Yeah, for we, we, won't, we won't. We won't paint everyone in a broad brush. Sure. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. But there, but there, but there were some. There were some out there that was like, "Oh, Kyle Rittenhouse for president. He's my hero." Whatever, like whatever, right? It's it's just a, it's just a joke. Um, yeah. Like, screw that guy. <laughs> like, literally, all you had to do was be at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no. nothing, no reason for you to be out there. No, no, absolutely not. This, this shows so, how a certain side gets, like, empowered and enraged and is radicalized. So, yeah, we are where we are. <laughs> it's going to be some interesting times. Um, I, I mean, I'm just hoping this kid does not get off, man, because he... You know, this is just ridiculous. Where does it end? If, if this kid gets off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if that had been me or you, we went, we went, we left our house, went somewhere out of town and shot three people. What, what do you think would happen? <laughs> we wouldn't have a trial. <laughs> trial would be in the street right there. <laughs> they would, they would find the most thugged out, roughest looking picture of you possible and post it yep. over the internet. There wouldn't be but a what trial. What this animal did, what this animal <laughs> did to these people. <laughs> yeah <sighs> absolutely anyways <laughs> i didn't even really have much i didn't even i didn't even have a lot of insight into that i just yeah. couldn't believe the fact that this judge sat there and said we can't call them victims that's huh? nuts that's gotta be that's that's gotta be illegal somehow somewhere like you can't huh? like huh? you're restricting what they you can or can't say in a court of law is just nuts to me i've never and, never heard yeah, so I, I would love to see people if they have other examples of that. Um, let's go ahead and I have shit on my face, which is just sad. <laughs> All right, so um, let's talk about Dune. Yeah, let's talk about Dune. Let's talk about Dune. So what the title, I don't know if you see the, the YouTube video, but the title says Dune Review and Bachelorette Part Review. And we're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... 
That's not what when you, the event said on Facebook, though. Yeah, when you, when you when you when you upload the when you upload this like podcast like to our Anchor account, which by the way we're on Anchor, we're we're on a multiple podcast accounts, everyone. Anchor, so, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We yada, out there. Yada, yada, yada. We out yada. there. Yeah. So yeah, just make sure you have to re- just rename this properly, and I'll rename this like after like we're done, <laughs> which is pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> so yeah but let's talk let's talk dune um i go first um with with dune i just go first <laughs> all right <laughs> so i so I, I didn't think I, I didn't think it was a bad movie I, i'll just say that i'll say that no it's not a bad movie yeah. uh, obviously i mean everybody knows it's a remake I remember watching the old one like a long, long time ago. But the only thing I ever remembered was the worms. That was the only thing I remembered about Dune, right? I, I was probably like too young to really like get into yeah. it, get into it. Um, but I thought the movie was was, was actually was pretty good. Um, I I said I'd probably give it like a seven out of ten. Where, probably. Where'd you watch it at home or in a theater? You know where I watched it. Listen, I have HBO Max. If HBO is going to give me the opportunity to watch all the new movies for free because I subscribe, then that's what I'm going to do. It's technically not free, but why go out and pay more money for (laughs) some shit that you're watching at home? I mean, I already paid for HBO Max, so... Yeah. But, um... No, I thought it was. I thought it was good. Like it was a lot of world building, which I appreciated. Yeah. Um, but it was like all this, all this stuff happening, and all the stuff that got me into the movie, and then it sort of just ended. Right? It was just like, oh, this is what that is. Oh, this is who they are. This is what they're trying. Oh, they're up to something, and I'm and I'm like getting into it, and then it was just like it kind of just was. Just, it was just over. Well, right. You got you got it was a part one, right? Well, I mean, before, yeah. I mean, I understood that after yeah. you know enough stuff went out, but yeah, you know, you have to look at the movie on its own too. Like sometimes, I agree, I agree. You know, I don't want to just even if it is a part one, right? I mean, I don't want to just. I want a complete story too. Like, yeah, I mean, just don't just give me. And it doesn't even it's, the title doesn't even say Doom Part One. It just says Doom, right? No, it said Doom Part One. There, there's a part one there. Yeah, there, there was. Oh, okay, maybe, was. I, maybe I missed that part. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it was very small. <laughs> it's just oh. very easily missable. I was looking for that. So, because I, I read up about this before I watched the, the, the film. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, I saw a commercial, like, for saying something about Doom Part 2. I was like, oh, okay, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, after watching it, it was I was just like, like I said, like, all this, it was just all this buildup. And then it was just kind of, uh. Just... And then, boom! We're gonna cut part one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but um, I like the I like the kid. I like the plot. I like what they're taught, where they're going with the you know with the spice and everything. Mm-hmm. I liked the weapons. I like the costumes. Mm-hmm. I thought the cinematography was good. I mean, it was really good. Everything was the soundtrack was I mean, good was too, good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was definitely a good movie. Um, I'll be honest with you. I didn't really understand what I was watching for like a, a, for a while. Um, 
and I watched a couple reviews afterwards that that made me give a, a better appreciation of the movie, right? And I'm going to talk about. I normally write this stuff down. I didn't. I didn't write it down today, so I'm just going to regurgitate it from memory. But um, and that's just going to be that. But um, when my 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 first reaction when watching the movie though was like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> like um like even when i was watching like the trailer it's like like it, it it came off as like you know we are house of trades and we're this and we're that and it's like this like there's just a lot of just like dialogue and like story building and like yeah. context building especially for like the first hour and but by the way how many if we had a drinking game of like how many times i said the word atreides or house atreides like we'd all would be like drunk you've like, been done <laughs> in 30 I minutes mean, these are some they're they're some let bad, you know some bad house moments. atreides we're house atreides we're house atreides 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 <laughs> like like yeah it's, it's every two seconds um that lets you know how important it is man. yeah i suppose <laughs> um i would say it was um, like game of thrones meets star wars so I'm going to talk about that a little bit too. So, but you're right. That's that's a great point. Um, it was said. So obviously, this this movie was based off of a book, first, yeah. right? So it's based off of a book, which they try to make a movie like I don't know what, like in the '80s, whatever. Um, um, and it wasn't that great of a movie. Uh, <laughs> and that's, that's what I heard. I didn't I didn't watch the that that the the earlier movie. Um, then they watched they tried to make the movie again now and it seems like it's uh it's picked up um it was really highly rated um and rotten tomatoes i mean i'm not i i do follow rotten tomatoes i mean i don't think it deserves the high rating that it gets but i mean at the same time um it wasn't a bad movie they had a lot they had a lot of like like high profile actors right um Oscar Isaacs, Zendaya, uh, uh, Josh Brolin, um, Jason Momoa, right? Um, to name a few, right? A lot of high-profile actors um, in that film, and it was, it was. Um, I mean, I didn't, I didn't understand a, a lot of it while while going like as someone while watching it, right? Um, and also, I watched it in three parts, right? So I watched the first you didn't hour. You watch all the way through. Yeah, I yeah. watched the second hour, then I watched like the last thirty minutes. So that could also be kind of tribute to my um, kind of my viewing pleasure. Also, and this is why I asked you this question earlier. I watched it with at home HBO Max, right? Um, and they say this about movies, like like directors they make movies for the cinema, right? And not sure. necessarily for home, right? I don't have like a very expensive like home theater as well so maybe that also took away from like my um experience but i mean i mean being in the dorm room you mean probably screw you i walked into that joke um a bluetooth speaker and a, <laughs> a subwoofer like what do you what do you even have do you hook it up to your radio like i don't even know what you do i i Screw you for that. Let me guess. Uh, let me guess. You, just, you watched it with your headphones on, so you didn't disturb your neighbor, right? <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. <laughs> that's fun. That is fun. Um, yeah, no, no, no. So <laughs> that's that was good. That was good. Um, 
I'm gonna buy a house like next week now just because of that. <laughs> Get like a 75 inch TV. No what, Nicholas? <laughs> um so but yeah, I I, I did like have an appreciation for the movie, especially after like saw some of the reviews on what they were trying to do. Um mm-hmm. like there was a lot, like I said, like you said earlier. The first hour, hour twenty minutes is a lot of dialogue and world building. There's no no real action like happens until like after that hour and a half part, right? right of, of, of but it wasn't bad world. Like you know how like when you have like a new IP or something and they're trying to like help mm. you understand what the story is, and sometimes yeah. it's kind of just like, I mean, they could have done what they did like with Green Lantern, right? They just like gave yeah. you some like shitty exposition at the beginning. Yeah. In, in two minutes and then you get on to like yeah. an even worse movie. So I appreciated it. It was done well, in a movies, way where yeah. I didn't- The movie was it. intended to be a part one, right? Like it wasn't like other movies where like if it's good enough, they'll get a part two, right? They said, no, there's going to be a part two. So we're going to use part one to really like give out all of the dialogue, the context, the world building to, to get you understood, to get understood. It seems what they're trying to do is they're trying to kick off like another Star Wars series, right? With yeah. this, right? Um, and it's funny that you made this point earlier about like um, like it being house, half Star Wars, half um, um, Game of Thrones. It reminded me a little bit of like, you know, Final Fantasy XII, a game that I played. Um, it reminded me a little bit of that. Um, but it was said that George Lucas got a lot of his ideas from star wars from this from this book from dune Dune. oh wow okay right so um we're actually about to go into a little bit of the spoilers now of this part of the uh of this so just just so so you're warned right um like uh i forgot like some of the i forgot exactly what the particularly was kind of taken from dune but like what about okay one of the, one concept about there being like a chosen one like yeah. the paul atreides being like this chosen one um i forgot like <laughs> exactly the the el khabib or whatever um see if i wrote yeah. this yeah see i didn't write this down today i'm just gonna go <laughs> like i if i wrote it down i would have I would, I would have like all my notes here and just like in like regurgitating that but i'm going by memory today but like this this idea of the one they kind of like uh like star wars kind of stole that right um so there are a lot of other like little concepts that was kind of taken from dune right um and like put in the star wars which i thought was actually pretty interesting um one of the things that i also thought was interesting too was um like his dreams so he had a lot of dreams right um yeah but a lot of his dreams though like didn't turn out to be like true right so for example uh during his dreams like one of his uh his little dream sequences he talked about like let a friend like guide your way right and the, yeah, yeah. that in that dream it's the black guy that he ends up killing at the end of the movie <laughs> right so like he's the yeah. guy that's supposed to be that friend that's like guiding your way and then the black guy is like the one that's trying to kill him Right. And then it also shows this dream of like Paul Atreides dying, right? Him getting killed. Right. Mm-hmm. But his dreams, dreams aren't really premonitions. They're um like possibilities or 
kind of um, metaphors almost, right? So like he has to kind of, like I think in, like this in the final uh, fight scene, uh, he talks about um, how uh, like Paul Atreides has to die for the blah, 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 blah. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> it's a sorry, it's so much terminology <laughs> to, to survive. Yeah, we're, right? we're not, we're not, you know, yeah. So, yeah, so, um, yeah, I thought, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, yeah, they, yeah, because the, the head of the, uh, and again, I'm going to butcher this too, it was like the head of the Guinea something, something. <laughs> she was, when she tested him, she was asking him, like, do you have do you have visions that end up being true? Yep. Um, and obviously his answer was no. So it makes me wonder, like, you know, maybe maybe they're not true yet because he hasn't realized his full potential yet, right? So right now he only sees uh, what can possibly happen, and yes. then once he, because um, he hasn't found he hasn't really found the voice. Remember when he was yeah. uh, on the on the plane well that the, first of all those those vehicles or whatever they looked dope they were based off like dragonflies yeah they were dope they were pretty good it made me wonder if, if like we could somehow engineer something that actually flew like that i was like could it even work yeah but i mean uh, I, I, I honestly think my copies are better <laughs> the have now are better but they, they look pretty cool i will um, give you that but when he was on there he was trying to like use the voice and he was you know couldn't find the right tone. His mom had to like coach him through it. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know what so that maybe is, in the next the one, he, uh, what is it? I, I don't know what that is, what the voice is. Oh. Like, what is yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, he could just do stuff. I mean, well, it's because he's a son of a member of the, I mean, just freaking look at that. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. So, like, he's, yeah. So, but it makes you wonder why they don't use it more often either, right? Like, if you have that kind of power. Right to essentially control people like that, right? Why they don't use that more often? But well, I think uh, for him, he just he just doesn't know. But his how mom can. What's the point? Yeah. But his mom can. Well, maybe, but I think she was trying to hide, though. I think she was trying to hide it. Well, no, right? she was teaching him. She was teaching him how to use it. Right, right, but she was trying to hide the fact that that's what she was. Right, because remember they talk about like we, you know, we move in the shadows. I mean, the people know we're here. But yeah. they just they just think that like we're no 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 but no I think just, you know I think we're, we're helping father, things move along right her husband so Paul Trady's father didn't know about it right because um, remember they had that confrontation before he was killed right about like will you protect our son not as this like the the whatever what she was but, but I, yeah but I don't think as, that it was it was widely no I mean that's that's yeah. her husband I mean you know, yeah. I, mean, and, I think, and the name I think the, he didn't uh, know what she was trying to train him for, right? The depths of yeah. why he uh, he's a male, right? Right. Because so he didn't know he didn't know that she uh, he she trained him. Yeah, right. yeah, but he knew who she was. So yeah, um, and it's the it's the Bene uh, Gesserin. The Bene Gesserin. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the. That's one thing about this movie. There's so much of these, like this weird, like terminology you got to learn. It's like I, I, I know, I understand. Like if someone's not into Star Wars and you like listening to all this like terminology of like, like the Force. The hell are you talking? The Force, about? a Jedi, uh, a, Sith. a Sith, Sith, or 
uh, Mandalorian <laughs> or, or all those terminologies, yeah. right? No, or like, I remember when I was like on a date taking a girl to like um, to Harry Potter and I had never been to like rewatch a Harry Potter movie before. So I don't know what like a muggle is or like terminology. I literally turned to her in like the middle of like the movie. It was like, what's what's a a muggle? Like, what what is that? What is this? What's going on right now? So you have to some of the basic questions. Like, so, so yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of terminology in that. Like, I definitely wouldn't mind seeing the second movie. Like, I thought the worms. I so. The cinematography, uh, the, the cinematography was really good. I don't think it was like the greatest. It wasn't like you know, um, Avatar good, right? Or some other movies that are like on that level. But it was pretty good, right? Um, I thought the worms, them seeing the worms, were that looked pretty epic um, to me. Um, like one reviewer, like so I was listening to a reviewer, and they're saying like him looking at that worm at the end was like, almost like looking at like an eye or something. So yeah. um, I thought that was interesting. Oh, so apparently spice uh, that the, the spice that they were using, they're talking about in, um, in that, um, that show and in the book is an allegory for Middle Eastern oil. Um, so. Wow. Yeah. So that's yeah. Okay. Okay. There, there, there's yeah there, there there's a lot there's a lot going on with with that movie i wish i, I, I didn't make time to write things down today but like there there's a lot like um there's there's a lot of like little subcontexts that that's that's happening there like about his father being like a a bullfighter right um and like a matador right and his grandfather, the, his, his grandfather his grandfather yeah. right and there was uh some symmetry there because you showed like a bull at like on top of like Paul Atreides, like when he was like dying and when like whenever yeah. the guy like came towards him, right? There's kind of that, <laughs> there's kind of that. Um, the doctor that portrayed them, right? Uh, that dot on their head is supposed to be a symbol of them not being able ever portraying them, right? So one of the reasons why he helped them was, uh, was because of his promise not to really hurt them, right? And you can see like the, the symbol like on the chair of like that dot of like how mm. like he was, he was, he was helping them. Right. Um, mm-hmm. that's, and he also gave him like a knife and like the Paul Atreides ring. And, and that's why he gave him like the, the, the poisonous, uh, um, tooth, call it tooth. Right. So, um, there's things like that, that, I, uh, that was interesting that, I mean, of course me not knowing anything about the film would like watching it the first time, like, I wouldn't know yeah, that, right? yeah. But like watching that review, I was like, okay, I have a better, a more of an appreciation now of it because of this little, uh, there's those little subcontexts, right? And there's so much more. Uh, there's so much more that I'm not even getting into um, with uh, with Dune. Um, they talked a little bit about some of the warriors uh, that was there, uh, the emperor's guards that were like being painted blood off of like like apparently guys that were like, you saw them like being held up sound and like being drained mm-hmm. of blood or whatever. So 
there was that. There is there is there's a lot. There there was a lot with that with that film. So yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. So all in all, I'll, I I've definitely would my <laughs> watching parts too. Huh? Oh my god. I mean, there's a lot. But yeah, Dune was wait, a good movie. Did I, wait, I froze. Um, Damn it. I froze. Yeah. Am, am I back? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I was telling everybody how good Dune was while you were gone. Yeah, I don't know when I freeze. <laughs> so, like, uh, everything works, like, well on my end. So I have to, like, look at, like, the feedback here and, and see what's happening. Um, Sad. Whatever. Screw you. Um, so... Yeah, no, I thought I thought I thought Dune was a was a a, a decent movie. Um, I definitely wouldn't mind watching part four of it. Um, I was gonna make a joke about like how there was no actual draw. Like you know how sometimes in movies there's like an action scene at the beginning to kind of draw you in, like make you like want to watch the rest of it. I didn't really see that, and like it, there wasn't a lot of it in like the first like scene. Like it showed like Zendaya monologuing. Um, and there's a little bit of action, um, there, but like, yeah. <laughs> I felt like the draw was probably Zendaya. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my God, this, this guy. <laughs> um, but I was going to make that joke there. Um, also Mike Batista, uh, uh, Batista was there, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, it was a star studded cast. Star studded. It was like everybody. There's a lot of people it. Yeah, were, uh, were in that. And yeah, uh, pretty interesting. All right, mm-hmm. what else you got? We can talk um, my bachelor party experience. Yeah, tell me what you and the girls did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I you know am what, gonna you know what you know what you know what when you said that you know what TV show I thought about what girlfriends. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> That's on Netflix, actually. Um, hey, shout out to the whole cast. Yeah, that was amazing. I watched a couple episodes of that. It was actually a pretty decent show. Um, no, what's so, what's so funny? So I'm gonna talk about like my so a really good one of my really close friends is getting married next weekend. By oh, by the way, this weekend my birthday weekend. So awesome, getting old. Um, happy happy forty fifth. Screw you. I'm definitely not that old. <laughs> I, old um, I have nothing planned this weekend. <laughs> I have nothing planned this weekend. I don't know if I'm just getting old or am I just lame or am I bored or just probably all three. <laughs> Dude, you got to do something, man. I, I don't. Do I have nothing planned. I have nothing planned. I don't know. I might try to come up with something. We'll see. Um, but um, yeah, no. Uh, let's talk about this uh, this bachelorette party that I went to, and I'm sure Nicholas has some very nice, thoughtful questions that he won't make too much fun of me of. Which, like, that's a lie. He already did. Um, well, how was uh, how was Chippendales? How are the, uh, <laughs> let me. How was how was Magic Mike's? Let me <laughs> let me tell you the context of my friend. Right, so she's kind of she's not that person at all. Thankfully, I don't think I would have gone to a party that was kind of, that was like that. Um, so, yeah, she's very um, um, down to earth, rather say. So it wasn't those like really. I will show. You, I will tell you about the crazy thing that did happen there, 
but I'll give you like a demographic uh, thing there. So I was the only straight male there, <laughs> right? Uh, I was also the only black male there. Um, so um, one of the things I like about that group of people though, especially my friend, is that I find myself a lot in like a lot of places where they're like white faces, me being a software engineer, me living in Arlington, Virginia, that's the case. Uh, what I always enjoyed about like hanging out with, with her and her friends is that they're unafraid to talk about race, right? They're unafraid okay. to kind of have those uncomfortable conversations, right? Um, as opposed to other groups of friends, they kind of just kind of want to look past it or why do we have to talk about, or why is it gotta be about race or kind of uh, things about that. So that's why I'm such a, she's such a good friend with me. Uh, that's why we're such good friends. One of the main reasons why we're such good friends. Um, she actually went with me to like the March in Washington um, oh, wow. last year, right? Um, and she doesn't protest. That's not her thing, like at all. I mean, we didn't protest. I feel like I saw her in a picture then. Yeah. She went with you. No, right? that was someone else. That was another friend of mine. That was something when Biden won uh, the election. Okay. Um, so, um, but yeah, so that's, so again, it's a really close friend of mine. Um, I'm going to be in her, like her, I'm going to be a bridesman, right? Um, It'll be a bridesmaid. Men, yep. bridesmen, M-E-N, right? Carrying the flowers. Uh, I, actually, I actually, screw you. I actually have like a, my suit's actually ready. I actually custom made a suit um, for a wedding. So um, I'm actually going to, it should be fitted. Uh, uh, it's already in. I need to go to like, uh, to make sure it's like fitted perfectly. Um, so is it is it uh is it don't, pink don't. to go along with the bridesmaid dresses? Don't do this. <laughs> or is it uh pastel peach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's um it's actually charcoal gray, charcoal gray suit. Okay. So um I'm actually excited to see the suit. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna get the fitting. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna finally see the fitting like on my birthday. So that kind of be might be my birthday gift to myself, like buy myself a suit. So um, yeah, we'll. Um, so let's talk about this like this this like this bridal shower. So a lot of no alcohol. the bachelor party now. Don't get the people wrong. Uh, you already talked about the bridal shower. There was, was a bridal shower. Bachelor party. Bachelorette. Bachelorette party. <laughs> Thank you, Nicholas. For <laughs> pointing this out. No, but I, I gave you context. I was the only straight male there, um, only black person there. Um, but I did I definitely didn't feel like out of touch because of like the kind of people that were there, right? Um, like I said, like um we there were no I felt that there were no subjects that were off limits, right? Um Whereas opposed to certain groups of people, there are subjects that are off limits. So that's again what I appreciate about her and her friends. Um, mm -hmm. It was a, it's a very, it was a very high class like thing, right? Um, so we're at someone's place, someone's apartment in Alexandria, um, and they ordered like roses luxury. Have you heard about that? Roses luxury. Roses luxury. You may have heard about it. So mm -hmm. roses luxury. Roses luxury uh, is a. Um, is a uh it's a restaurant in dc and apparently they do catering too and their their specialty is like 
around like food around the world, right? So okay. it actually paid for well, it was paid for um, like three people actually came to their apartment and was cooking and serving like some really nice like white wine to go with it. And they're saying, oh, this meal is like for this. It goes with this wine, and this meal has this, this, and this. It goes with this wine. Um, I don't eat like pork, and they like um, accommodated me for that. So mm. that that was actually again one of the main reasons why it was a great friend of mine because like she thinks about me and accommodates me for stuff like that. So um, I would have so, thought you girls sat around watching Friends and drinking wine and eating popcorn. Uh, moving on uh... <laughs> moving on so it's so it's funny to talk about popcorn though because one of the uh one of the uh, one of the desserts that they came out with had popcorn in it like it was like this uh-huh. like this like soup with popcorn in it um which is like pretty cool uh but yeah no it was it was actually a, a, a pretty good experience definitely enjoyed everyone that was there um okay and um then everyone was like super super drunk and you know what like a bunch of like mid 30 year old white girls do when they get super drunk you know what they do at like 10 o'clock i'm assuming no (laughs) apparently apparently they bake a cake (laughs) like 10 o'clock at night it's like Let's bake. I'm going to bake a cake like right now. It's like, do it. Bake a cake. Bake a cake. I challenge you. I'm like, yeah, I'm baking this cake. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> um, I mean, I was also thinking like like during dinner, right? Like like the circles that I've grown up with, right? Um, never <laughs> would we have like super catered like uh food from like across the world with like yeah. alcohol in it right like this just how i've grown up and like the circles that i've grown up with and i was really thinking about like the cultural differences right of like different parts of like america right where like um like that's definitely not how <laughs> in certain circles like we'll be celebrating like a bachelor party and i mean i think i think it's a beautiful thing right at the same time right so it's I was happy that I got to experience that. Um, and I'm just shocked that they baked a cake. Like they got drunk and was like, let's bake a cake. I'm like, okay. Your, ex- your experience with this reminds me of that movie, uh, Bridesmaids, <laughs> which is actually pretty funny, actually. I haven't watched Bridesmaids, so I don't know where to be offended or not. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, this woman gets you know invited to a friend's wedding. Yeah, and she ends up having to uh, like compete with the other bridesmaids for you know to be the bride of maid of honor and competing you know with them for attention from the bride and all that stuff. So I can imagine all of y'all sitting there, girl, you know, you know. (laughs) I will say okay. So we'll talk about. So they don't have. So she doesn't have a maid of honor officially at her wedding. Right, is you right? <laughs> she does not have a maid of honor. I am gonna be the one standing closest to her as she like uh, stands like on like as they like do the two things. So I'll be the closest one to her. Uh, you come okay. in after the flower girl, right? 
<laughs> Screw you. Um, <laughs> apparently, it's by height. That's what they told me. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, it's by height. Um, it's, it's made of honor goes first. That's what <laughs> whatever. I was, tradition. you know what? Even if I was the maid of honor, I would be totally honored because she's, again, one of my closest friends. Um, I'm sure you would be. Yeah, no, screw you. Um, one of my closest friends. Uh, but, um, like, one of the first people that I met when I um, moved to, like, the D.C. area. So she being from Texas, um, me being from Louisiana. So kind of that, that connection there us like starting our jobs at like a, a consult and consulting so um yeah definitely happy to see kind of how her her growth and definitely very honored to kind of be a part of her big day uh for sure and got to got to go to my first bridal shower and that's where i party <laughs> so well, congratulations i guess you didn't know new experience check those off your bucket list <laughs> check to- uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I've been, I've been, I've been a, uh, and so <laughs> I've been a ring bearer, right? And like, so, I've been a ring bearer in a, in a wedding. I've been a groom. I've been a best man. Um, so you're the only person man. that I know who's been on both sides of the aisle. It's hilarious. It's who? <laughs> You've been on both sides of the aisle, right? Yeah. You've been on the on the groom side and the bride side. Yeah. In the bridal party. That's crazy. That's it crazy. is 2021. <laughs> it's 2021. When you um, have kids and they're like, Daddy, were you ever in the man in the in the wedding? And you're like, Well, I was a maid of honor and <laughs> the best man. <laughs> yeah, no, well, you know Wait, what's what? funny? <laughs> you know what's funny? I think I think I told you about this too. So another like old friend of mine, um, he uh, he had a wedding in London, right? And right. he couldn't. I think I told you this story. He couldn't pick between like his two like best like best friends to be best men. So he picked like a woman to be like <laughs> the, best the, the best man or best woman. And it's so funny because the other guys are were like super pissed about it. I mean, they, I mean, they, they took it. They took it in stride, of course. Like, but they were like, they were. It was so funny because they were being ushers and like handing out like the, uh, um, like the, uh, the the pamphlets or whatnot uh, of the of like of the proceedings of the wedding, and it was <laughs> so funny. It was so funny just to kind of see how, like. I mean, I think they're 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 having a laugh at it, but it was like, man, this is messed up. <laughs> Be up there. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's it's pretty funny. Um but no, uh yeah, so no, definitely happy. That that was my experience. Um so uh, like I said, never experienced anything like that before, like just <laughs> super high class, like roses luxury, like really good, like it was it was great food, so I but like um okay. I, I forgot like the, the the order of it, but there was like one with like uh there's like a salad that they came out with and there's just like this soup dessert and then there was like uh um a, a really good like uh like ice cream ish dessert that was those in a, in a coconut so um yeah the food was like it was amazing like again my circles never experienced stuff like that but i mean 
that's the thing, right? You get to grow up and experience like new things. So definitely really happy that I was able to get to experience that. So um, good stuff. And I'm sure Nicholas um, will never make fun of me about this ever again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Man. Yeah. No, 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 no. It, it was good though. It was good though. And, um, That's good. I, That's I, good. I, I, I do. You're I, you're a good friend. You're you're a good girlfriend. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the wedding's next weekend. Not this weekend coming up, but like the thirteenth. Okay. So it's going to be like in Lexington, uh, Virginia. So excited to kind of drive down there, kind of see what that's about. Um, Don't get your hair done. I am going to get my hair cut that Thursday before. So you know what the fu- you know what's hilarious. Um, so she sent out like an itinerary about like of bridesmaids and what they're doing. So they're going to go like they have to wake up at like eight a.m. to like start getting their hair, uh, makeup and, ma- and hair done. And she's like, you know, say, hey, just meet us at like noon. And I'm like, you know, that's good. No, you got to be there. You got to go get your makeup done with everybody. I, I, you know? I may try to like, I, I, I'm going to probably, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll just walk in there and just say like, have them like, you know, trim like my eyebrows or something. I don't know. They'll, uh, <laughs> Go to make sure that they'll they're put, they'll put, eyes a, or something. they'll put a little uh, concealer on for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what do you guys have for males? <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I mean, you would be surprised, man. I mean, there, there are, um, what are I reading about, man? I mean, there's, I was reading, it's this site called the manual that I was watching somewhere. Yeah. It's like a men's like, yeah whatever site you know they got stuff for like drinks and clothes or whatever yeah they had men's makeup i mean who who knew i mean yeah guys who go on tv wear makeup i mean i I don't ever see myself wearing makeup but that's for the camera the you know the camera's gonna i mean you know like on your everyday yeah i definitely don't see myself wearing makeup but i do see myself kind of stepping up my skincare routine as i'm getting older (laughs) so uh definitely do do that but um but yeah i, th- I think that's uh <laughs> i i am grateful that i don't have to wake up at like you know 7 a.m to start putting up makeup and getting my hair yeah done. man <laughs> hey the one thing i do it's hope if, since you are in the wedding i do hope they give you uh something to eat like during the day oh. between um between like maybe you know, just breakfast or whatever, and then doing pictures, and ceremony, and all the meeting up and doing all this extra crap. At least yeah. in the weddings I've been to, uh, you know, you get hungry, man. You might not eat like all day. You know? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. So yeah. No. But uh, that's. I'm actually pretty excited for the wedding. Definitely happy that I went to the bachelorette party. Um, got to hang out with <laughs> no one that looked like me or was like me at all, which I mean, I'm actually used to that, to be honest with you, um, <laughs> being, being in my field. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, it, it, it did make me think about like just cultures and like oh, kind yeah. of circles that you've grown up in. Right. Um, yeah. That was actually pretty interesting. 
But uh, yeah, man, that's that's that. I'm excited to see my suit this weekend, though. So that should be good. Um, sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Thank you.